Steph goes for 47, but the Raptors make 17 threes and take a 123-109 win to win game three and go up 2-1 in the NBA Finals. Let's get it. Of course, I'm being sarcastic when I say KD to the rescue, when I name this episode that. I've said before these finals started that I didn't think Kevin Durant was going to play one game in the NBA finals. And yes, he could prove me wrong. He could actually get healthy, suddenly be able to run, to lift off that leg and play in game five or game six. But my gut feeling is before the series started is that KD will not play in the finals. If Kevin Durant is less than 100% and he risks greater injury by playing, it wouldn't make sense for him. It wouldn't make sense for the team doctors to suggest he play. I do not believe Kevin Durant will play because even if he tried to play, he would not only be rusty, he would not be 100% healthy, he would only hurt his team more than help his team. Kevin Durant could possibly have played his last game for the Golden State Warriors in game five versus the Rockets when he was injured late third quarter. But moving forward, focusing, let's live in the now and focus on who's actually going to play. Klay Thompson's going to be back. Klay Thompson is going to play in game four. Here's the thing. We're talking about a hamstring. And take it for somebody who's pulled the hamstring before and then try to rest and then turn around and play on it and move on it. Clay might be fine running straight line. But in basketball, you have several different motions. So you run straight line, you stop and start, you cut, you swing laterally. What about chasing somebody off a screen? What about running off of screens? which is the strength of Klay Thompson's offensive game. Then he's a catch-and-shoot player. When Klay shoots, he uses his legs. He jumps off his toes. That's part of the connection to the hamstring. That, that's all a fluid motion. Ankles, calves, knees, hamstrings. You're asking him to do all those explosive motions offensively and defensively, knowing he's not 100%. I guess my point is this. I don't doubt that Clay will try to play. But what I'm saying is if you're the Raptors, I'm going to test his lateral quickness. I'm going to test his ability to go side to side. I'm going to test his ability to stop and start. My gut feeling is if Clay plays, he won't finish the game. And I don't wish injury on anybody, on any player. But I don't think Clay Thompson is going to start game four 100%. And I think if he does play, and he is tested, that Clay Thompson won't finish game four. And if Clay Thompson doesn't finish game four, Clay Thompson's not playing game five. Or maybe any other games after that. When you injure a hamstring, and you're not 100%, and then you go out there and pull that muscle even more, we're talking about the biggest muscle, you pour that muscle even more, it's going to take longer for him to recover. So for them to be playing clay tonight, 
They're recognizing their situation that tonight they're going all in. It's all or nothing. They're actually risking his health in terms of what he can do the remainder of this season by playing him. He's risking health. Now, he's not risking anything in free agency because the Warriors are loyal to him and he's loyal to them. They know that once free agency starts, they're going to offer Clay to Max. So it's not about money. It's not about free agency. But if he further injures himself, he won't play the remainder of this series. He won't. And I know a lot of people think this series is going seven. I don't. I understand why they're playing him. I understand why he wants to play. But if he feels any kind of discomfort when he's moving, he needs to take himself out the game. What the Warriors can do, they can still run pick and roll with Steph and Boogie. They can still run a small pick and roll with Steph and Iggy. They still have enough talent to attack the Raptors with ball movement. Yes, they're going to be missing some shooters, but their bench has played well. I think Cook, who has been capable and proven he can hit threes, can be effective. I think when you find out that Looney's coming back and maybe Looney can give you some quality minutes because Looney is their best low post defender. He's also their best big when it comes to rolling to the basket and catching and finishing. I know everybody's excited about having Boogie Cousins back. And yes, Boogie played well in game two, but he struggled in game three. And a lot of that is conditioning. A lot of that is he, he just can't get the lift. He doesn't have the lift in his legs to finish above the rim. And another part of that is when they see Boogie Cousins in the game, the Raptors are rightfully attacking him. They're rightfully putting him in every pick and roll action. And just so we're clear, if Boogie was 100% healthy, any team, including the Raptors, would attack him defensively. They would attack him laterally. He doesn't have great lateral quickness. He never had that before the injury. He was never a great defender before the injury. So, of course, the Raptors are doing the right thing by involving him in every pick and roll action. His best defense tonight will be his offense. When he's on the floor, he's got to be impactful offensively to stay on the floor because there are going to be times when he struggles, when he misses rotations, when he's just not quick enough to get there on defense. If Boogie can be effective, I'm not talking 20 and 10. I know Warriors fan would love that, but I'm talking something more like what he did in game two. If he can give them 12 points, 10 rebounds, five or six assists, that will go a long way in opening up the floor for Clay, opening up the floor for guys like Cook. Sean Livingston is great at cutting to the basket. Don't sleep on Iggy hitting threes. This Warriors team, because they have a championship DNA, because they are proven, because they are playoff tested, because they are finals tested, I don't doubt you're going to get their best effort tonight. I don't doubt that they're going to give you everything they have. I expect Steph to play a great game. I expect Clay to come out and give you everything he has. I just don't know how effective he'll be. Because again, when you're hampered like that, Yes, he'll struggle defensively, but he'll struggle offensively too because what Clay does is run you to death off those screens. But if this Clay 
can't cut, can't explode, can't stop and start, then start again. He's not going to get that separation he needs to turn around and catch and get clean looks. If I'm the Raptors, I'm bodying Clay up. I'm staying attached to him. And every time on a closeout, I'm running him off the three. I want to see what he can do when he puts the ball on the floor. I want to see if he struggles to try to put the ball on the deck and attack the basket. That's not the strength of his game anyway. But when you're laboring, when you have that kind of an injury with your hamstring, the last thing you want to do is explode off that leg. The last thing you want to do is go side to side, stop, then go side to side again. Trust me, it's painful. I had a friend, H, y'all have heard him on the show before, and H is on here from time to time, who picked the Raptors in five. Now, I picked the Raptors, but I didn't pick them in five. I didn't even give a number. I just thought ultimately they would win the series. And one of the main reasons why I picked the Raptors is because I believe even though I thought the Warriors had enough talent to win the title still, I didn't think the Warriors had enough talent to beat the Raptors without Kevin Durant. And I still don't. I think ultimately they're going to miss KD. If Kevin Durant was playing in this series and he was, say, 85%, the Raptors would be in trouble. This would not be that great a series People wouldn't be talking about seven games. We'd be talking about the Warriors finishes this out in about five games. But we live in the now. And in the now right now, it's 2-1. Toronto's in control. And if they win tonight, I think they essentially end the series. If they win tonight and they go up 3-1, they're going back. And they're going to end the series in Toronto. And they're going to win their first NBA World Championship. And my friend H, he's going to be a prophet. I'm going to start calling him the Swami because he had Raptors in five. And I said, you're more confident than me. And he said, I just don't think these Warriors are as good as they've been in past years. And I said, I agree. But a lot of that has to be the fact that there's no KD. And he just laughed. Of course, that's the main reason why he picked them. But I didn't go five because I never underestimated the Warriors talent. Like I said, Iggy can make the three. Cook can make the three. You know what Steph can do. If Clay isn't laboring, Clay's going to hit some threes. He's going to make shots. More importantly, even when Clay doesn't make shots, you have to respect him. They he draws people to him, which allows Draymond to roam, cut to the basket, either get a layup or dunk, or attack the basket and set somebody else up for a wide open shot. The Warriors, even without KD. Even without Clay 100%, top to bottom, do they have enough talent? They still have enough talent. If we're being 100, and I always keep it 100, you still got Steph Curry, two-time MVP. You still got Draymond, a three-time All-Star. DeMarcus Cousins is a four-time All-Star. Andre Iguodala is a Finals MVP. Sean Livingston is a proven vet coming off the bench. I think the Warriors have more than enough talent to extend this series. But I think tonight, tonight when I think they're going to give their best effort, this is when a guy like Kawhi Leonard needs to have his best game of the series. This is when he needs to separate himself and show he is the best player in this series. He's played well, but he hasn't played great. Tonight, 
would be a perfect night for Kawhi to have a great game. And I don't mean doing what he's done in the first three games because I think when you watch the Raptors offense struggle, it's when the other four guys are watching Kawhi dribble the air out the ball. As gifted a player as the Kawhi is, at times he can be a he can be a bit of a he can be a ball a ball stopper. If, if I'm keeping it 100, just watch him play. It's dribble, dribble, dribble. Goes between the legs, goes between the legs, and before you know it, there's four seconds left on the shot clock, and he's making some kind of awkward pass to a teammate. When the Raptors are at their best, it's when Kawhi is letting the game come to him and the ball is moving, it's flowing, and there's energy between the other four players. There's energy, there's confidence. Suddenly, Danny Green is shooting with confidence. Cal Lowry is shooting with confidence. Van Fleet is shooting with confidence. Mark Gasol is aggressive offensively. We know what Siakam can do in the post and when he's driving to the basket. They're just all better players when the ball moves. I know Kawhi is your guy. And I just said, I think tonight he needs to have a great game. But when I say great game, I'm not saying he's got to score 35 points. I'm talking about great game. I'm talking about Kawhi Leonard getting 22 points, nine rebounds, five or six assists, three or four steals. I'm talking about Kawhi Leonard being impactful on the defensive end. Constantly, we hear how great a defensive player Kawhi is. And he has been a great defensive player. Most people will tell you and agree he is the best perimeter defender in basketball. But in this series, he's had no impact defensively at all. I I would argue he's struggled at times defensively to stay with Clay, to stay with Steph, even at times Draymond. He just hasn't been impactful defensively. If you were going to grade him defensively, you'd be disappointed. I think tonight the Raptors, yes, they need 20 points from him, but more importantly, they need the claw. They need that guy that can impact the game in a way that it offsets anything the other team tries to do offensively. They need that guy that's going to get three or four steals, two or three big blocks, lockdown defense, that impact. That guy right there, if they get him, no matter how well the Warriors play tonight, the Raptors will come away with a 3-1 lead in the NBA Finals. So here's some questions that H had for me, and I'm just going to read them and answer them. One, he asked me how effective would Clay be? And I'll go back to what I said earlier. If Clay's not laboring, if he can run pain-free, if he can cut and move pain-free on both ends of the floor, then you can look for Klay Thompson to give you 20-plus points. You can look for Klay Thompson to give you that defense that he's known for. But anything less than that, if he's struggling physically, it's going to hinder anything the Warriors can do offensively. Two, who can be that third guy? And meaning, who's going to be that guy that can get you 16 to 18 points to go with whatever Steph and Klay get you? I think it could be a combination of guys. I think you can get that from Boogie slash Draymond slash Iggy. I don't think it has to be any one guy. What the Warriors have done since game five of the Houston series, their bench has averaged over 30 plus a game. If their bench can give you that kind of production, that kind of impact, 
they're going to be fine. Then he went to the Raptors. And he said, can Lowry and Green repeat what they did in game three? Yes, of course they can. Look, if Kyle Lowry and Danny Green shoot with confidence to go with what they've done solidly defensively, the Raptors are going to win. Plain and simple. If Green and Lowry shoot with confidence, Raptors win. Because the Raptors will not only match whatever the Warriors can do, the Raptors have been able to get timely stops. And I'll go back to what I said. When the ball moves, when Kawhi is more decoy, when he lets the game come to him and not force the issue, they're a better team. Like I said before, I'm looking for Kawhi to have a bigger impact on defense tonight. I'm looking for the Raptors trio of Ibaka, Van Fleet, and Powell to be more impactful coming off the bench. H and I will get back after this game and we'll probably debate what we saw and we'll talk about what's going on in the series moving forward as we get into game five. What I'm not going to talk about is, is when Kevin Durant's coming back because I don't think he is coming back. Hey, fam, check us out on Anchor, on Spreaker. We're on YouTube. We're on PodCoin. You don't sleep on PodCoin because PodCoin, they pay you to listen. Appreciate the support. Appreciate the love. This is the Cypher. We're doing the NBA Finals, heading into game four next time.